0: A roundup of the main business news from China and elsewhere. This is Global Business.
1: From CBTN headquarters in Beijing, this is Global Business. I'm Lily Lu. Here are the headlines that we're tracking at this hour. Positive steps. Local authorities around the country discuss ways to boost business environment and private sector on the first working day of the Chinese New Year. and healthy surge, China experienced a significant increase in consumption during the eight-day spring festival holiday. And in today's Bespoke we found out how the country's black and white darlings are boosting businesses and forming a panda economy. Many provinces have held meetings to explore ways to boost the business environment and private sector on the first working day after the Spring Festival holiday in China. Guangdong held a meeting to urge efforts for technological innovation and digitalization of over 9,200 enterprises above the designated size. In the meantime, Shandong's conference on high-level opening up called for more support to attract foreign investment. Anhui and Liaoning provinces held meetings are urging for an improvement in the business environment and provision of opportunities for private enterprises. And similarly, the city of Shanghai is continuing its efforts to optimize its business environment for the seventh consecutive year. And speaking of which, has Shanghai held a meeting to optimize this business business environment. Let's get more details from our correspondent Wu Bin who is in Shanghai on the ground over there. So Wu Bin, this meeting is often dubbed as the first meeting which means a layout of the year economic work plan for the year on first day working day of the lunar new year. So tell us what measures were announced this year over there in Shanghai.
0: Right. So the uh, first working day after the spring festival is always very important that sets the tone for the coming year. So in Shanghai, a meeting on optimizing business environment was held on Sunday. That's the first working day. And just like you said, this is the seventh straight year for the city government to do so. And the party secretary of Shanghai made a very important speech. Business representatives from all walks of life, uh, they all sectors, they were invited to uh, share their thoughts on the business environment. So this all shows the city's efforts on continuously improve the market vitality. And I think this year's meeting has three keywords. If you look at the release from the government, you will find those three keywords are listed in the very beginning of the party secretary's speech. They are market-oriented, law-based and international. The party secretary of Shanghai says the policies on optimizing business environment must abide by those requirements. So market-oriented means the government needs to to manage the relations with the market smoothly and law-based means the government needs to be more careful in implementing regulations and uh, international means shows the city's determination in further open up and we've also seen the footage from the uh, from local media that many foreign business representatives were invited and to share their thoughts I believe many of their concerns and advice will be heard and answered and on the same day the city government also released an an action plan on optimizing business environment uh, is also called Action Plan 7.0 because this is also the seventh straight year to release this action plan. And a total of 150 measures uh, are listed, uh, fewer than last year. Some say that uh, this year's measure is more concise. The only focus on the issues that the companies do care, uh, like uh, improving market access financial service, taxation, solving commercial disputes, and optimizing procedures for bankruptcy. So although the list is shorter, actually it goes to a deeper level. And experts also say the measure uh, uh, the measures this year also shows continuity because the core of optimizing business environment is always the relation between government and the market. Uh, and uh, some some experts uh, also say for the city of Shanghai, the best way to optimize business, business env- environment is to further open up. And from the Action Plan 7.0, we can clearly see the city's determination and ambition uh, uh, on this in the coming year. Lily.
1: Great stuff. Thank you so much, Wu-Bing, for the uh, insights. Several of China's largest and most influential provinces are targeting GDP growth of 5% or more in 2024 as the country gears up for economic growth. Many of them have mapped out blueprints to beef up support for new productive forces. Take a listen.
2: China has embraced the concept of new productive forces as a key focus of its economic work in 2024, what does it mean? This term refers to harnessing scientific and technological innovation to significantly boost economic productivity. China aims to achieve advanced productivity through technological breakthroughs, innovative allocation of production factors, and deepening industrial upgrading. Examples of these new sources of growth include connected vehicles, quantum computers, futuristic industrial robots, and brain-computer interfaces. So, why is it important? The emphasis on new productive forces is crucial for promoting high quality development. China has always prioritized scientific and technological innovation, as evidenced by its 12th place ranking in the 2023 Global Innovation Index. Furthermore, the success of science and technological innovation ultimately depends on talent. To develop new productive forces, China needs to enhance its efforts in promoting a virtuous cycle of education, science and technology, and talent. This involves improving the mechanisms for talent training, recruitment, utilization, and mobility in accordance with the requirements of developing new productive forces.
1: China's proactive policies aimed at developing new productive forces, particularly in the pharmaceutical sector, have yielded positive results. Numerous prominent international medical firms have not only increased their investments in the country, but have also expanded their operations. Our reporter Zhu Zhu has
3: more. The Chinese government has urged efforts to leverage innovation to develop new productive forces. Under this goal, the Beijing Economic Technological Development Area, located in Southeast Beijing, is actively developing new drugs through intelligent manufacturing. Foreign investors, including Bayer, a world leading pharmaceutical giant, have recognized the potential offered by the zone and have expanded investments.
4: The introduction of automatic equipment in Beijing has been a major milestone for the industry. The groundbreaking machinery is capable of dissolving pills into liquid for testing purposes. It also has a remarkable packaging capacity of 400 boxes per minute, leading to a substantial increase in production efficiency. (laughs)
3: Bayer's Beijing factory has implemented automation in the majority of its drug production procedures. This milestone achievement signifies a major step forward in enhancing efficiency and productivity. China's efforts to promote advancements in the medical industry have also resulted in the lowering of threshold for advanced medical equipment, including those used in Bayer's factory.
4: Our company has received valuable guidance from the Drug Regulatory Bureau of the Economic Technological Development Area. Additionally, we have been honored with funding support to further enhance the capabilities of our cutting-edge equipment.
3: In a statement issued by China State Council last year, there was a strong emphasis on intensifying efforts to attract foreign investments in the pharmaceutical sector. The statement specifically highlighted the need to streamline and improve the application process for registering drugs that are transferred from overseas production to domestic production in China.
5: Bayer Imaging Diagnosis Project received strong support from the official of Beijing's E Town when it was first established. This support greatly accelerated the approval process, allowing the project to officially launch in September 2023.
3: In addition to Bayer, several other prominent multinational pharmaceutical companies have also established their research and development centers in China. Pfizer, the German biomedical giant, has set ambitious goals aiming to deliver 24 innovative drugs from its R&D center in China by 2025. Meanwhile, British British company AstraZeneca is pursuing over 180 ongoing R&D projects in China. do CGTN, Beijing.
1: And this is Global Business on CGTN. Still come on the program. China experienced a significant increase in consumption during the eight-day Spring Festival holiday. And we take a look at the numbers.
3: Hi guys, this is Gao Junya, host of
6: Climate Watch. Hello guys, I'm your host Tian Lu with the Headline News.
3: For the Year of the Chinese Dragon, I would like to wish you 龙无九天,好远连连. may you have the power of the mighty and auspicious
6: dragon in achieving your dreams and aspirations. I would like to wish you a journey filled with joy, success and the soaring spirit of Long Teng Si Hai. May your path be illuminated by the dragon's courage and mighty strength.
3: I wish you an abundance of good fortune and joy in the Chinese New Year.
0: Hey guys, this is Tian Yu with the Beijing Hour. May your year of the Chinese dragon be blessed with health, wealth, and happiness.
6: Cheers to a fantastic year ahead.
1: China experienced a significant increase in consumption during the eight-day Spring Festival holiday. Let's break down the numbers with my colleague Ho Jing by the board. Take it away, Ho Jing. Thank you, Lily. During the 2024 Spring Festival, there
5: was a noticeable boost in the consumer uh, tourism se- uh, sector. According to statistics from the Ministry of Culture and Tourism, in total, there were about... Uh, 474 million trips during the eight-day holiday, marking a 34.3% increase from previous year and a 19% uh, percent increase from 2019. This surge in tourism spending reached about 6,327 billion yuan, that is a uh, 4, 47.3% increase from the year before. That includes a 3.6 million outbound trips and a uh, three million inbound trips. So in terms of the catering sector, many companies saw a surge in consumption during the holiday period with new sales records being achieved. Tuan reported a 161% increase in group dining orders nationwide during the first five days of the Spring Festival holiday compared to last year. Shanghai led the way with the highest increase in dining consumption followed by Beijing, Chengdu, Chongqing and Guangzhou. Furthermore, movie going was popular during the holiday in China with a nationwide box office totaling about 8 billion yuan and 163 million moviegoers setting new records for the same period. And the top three movies at the box office were YOLO. US 2 and Bonnie Bear's Time Twist. The total box office for 2024 has reached about 11 billion yuan as of February 18th, with Master Films accounting for about
1: 97% of the total. Now back to you, Lily. Great stuff, ho Jing. I hope you've had also a quite good holiday yourself and now let's delve deeper into China's spring festival consumption the numbers and the trends for that let's bring in mr. Liu Zhiching, the senior fellow at Renmin University's Chongyang Institute for Financial Studies mr. Liu happy holiday to you and first of all let's start with uh, the new trends in holiday consumption that have emerged during this year's spring festival what have you been observed
4: I think uh, I'm very deeply about this festival, especially in this year, because we know that the spring festival in this is very different from the other years. First, I think we don't need to talk too much about the size or the the number of the payment or the expenditure, but also we should pay greater attention to the specialized features of this festival. For instance, whether there's a high quality Festival, I think so, yes, because as we know that China is promoting high quality development and China's modernization should be closely linked with high quality. So we can see that this festival is really managed and operated with a very high quality operation. We can see that almost 500 million people mobilizing all over the country, no other country in the world that can manage such big events. That shows that the overall capability and the management levels and the whole uh, whole uh, efforts of the whole country that to manage all the whole things. So this is a very important factor to show that to the world that how China is capable to handle such a mobilizing event. And secondly, all the organizations and the provinces and locations can well manage it and closely linked with each other, with the high speed railway, with the aircraft and also with the self drivers. When they where they ever to go that they can well be received and uh, and accommodated. So doing this way that we can see that the whole country played as a, a big family uh, gathering. So it's a very, very impressive for not only for the Chinese tourists, but also for many foreigners, because I have many foreign visitors from Europe countries. They came to China that after three years pandemic, they say that they were so surprising that China has made so great progress, especially in the managing of such a mobilizing uh, huge population. This is a show uh, another different uh, sections of China's uh, picture. We see this. Uh, Festival is not only for tourists, for catering, not for drinking, for eating, but also combined with the scientific, with AI, with the smart. This is a very good classroom for popularizing of the smart technology. This is really very well performed and also very good show to the rest of the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're right. Infrastructure and well management is uh, really the foundation. But how would you assess? I mean, the effectiveness of those incentive policies that were put in place recently to either boost consumption or to facilitate travel and tourism. Would you say that they have been, you know, quite as effective as had expected, or that this momentum would continue for longer?
4: I, I think in the long term, that China will develop its uh, infrastructure with the well uh, management and also increasing the. Uh, people's demand for a better life, for, for a high quality life. In this way, all these facilities and the management, especially for uh, with the local economic development combined together, this can be uh, really a very good driving force. I say that the traveling and the tourism is also very important productive force for China's development, especially when we see that how much we have got the expenditure of this uh, eight years, only from boxing, it's already uh, 8 billion. Uh, that is uh, 1 billion US dollar. So this is unbelievable for many foreign countries. This is, uh, that's why that uh, the many foreign countries, uh, especially for tourist organizations in European countries, so envy that uh, China has uh, a uh, good market and uh, potential. That shows that our economic resilience and also mm-hmm. for a potential development in the future. So as I know that many countries now try to have close cooperation with uh, uh, Chinese partnership that in order to increase their uh, economic development Mm -hmm. by increasing their tourist exchanges. Because we know know that some European countries are still very small. The population Mm -hmm. 8 million or 9 million people that they wish to have more tourist boosting that their own local development mm-hmm. so in this way that china has a really very good potential and also indicated that china has uh well done that in the in this section and we hope that in the near future china's travelers can have more chances to go to everywhere or all the places that they wish to go and to make a contribution to the local government and to local economy a
1: great insights. Thank you very much, Mr Liu Please do stay with us for further discussions on some latest economic numbers. Well, first of all, on Sunday, China's foreign exchange regulator said that the country's current account surplus stood at 264 billion US dollars in 2023 now that was around one and a half percent of its GDP and additionally China recorded 608 billion dollars worth of goods trade surplus last year that's the second highest on record and on the investment front China has witnessed a net inflow of 62 billion dollars in overseas investment in the country's securities market with a notable surge in the fourth quarter of 2023 now mr liu jing uh, we would like to pick your mind on on those numbers basically that was taking a look at china's you know balance sheet in year 2023 what is your view on those numbers and what indication does it give in terms of china's economic engagement with the world
4: yeah uh, when we're talking about this uh, the international uh, balance of payment uh, we should focus on two figures and majorly first figure is whether the current account situation the picture of, of our current account is very positive as as you mentioned already mm-hmm. that the current account in China has a surplus mm-hmm. for 264 billion US dollars under compared to the GDP is 1.5 percent. This is a very reasonable and a very positive signal and shows that the good performance of economic general picture and the second is the other thing that the cross board the capital Flow is rather stable. Yes, we show that from the figures that is very stable because the net inc- the net inflow the uh, the foreign investment in China is very uh, positive. It's still higher than expected. So from these two figures, we can see sh- show that uh, this China's uh, uh, macros, uh, economic is uh, well developing uh, in a positive way. And the other things we should pay attention that from the current account, the supplies is good, but we still have some, for instance, deficit for the service industry. For service industry, we have some deficit, but still we can have a good room and many tools that to coverage of these uncertainties and the challenges we are facing because of the some foreign companies of foreign countries, they're decoupling from China's economic uh, connections that make some service industry in some water difficulties. That's why we have some deficit uh, payment. But still from the balance as a general picture, we show that a good uh, uh, resilience of our economic development, especially for other uh, point, we should pay great attention that the uh, foreign companies are trying to have more investment in China securities, as you mentioned. And the share equity investment is getting increased also. That's quite positive. But that shows that uh, the confidence remains quite high for foreign investors. So, from at the moment, we can see the current account supplies very positive. This is still shows that the basic confidence of the economic development because our Export volume and import volume is almost in good balance, in good shape. So mm-hmm. by doing so, that China's development in the economic side will be very healthy and sustainable. But it depends on our future monetary policy whether still with prudent and a little bit aggressive. Mm-hmm.
1: Well. Wow. We'll wait and see, thank you so much for your insights. Mr. Liu Zhiting, senior fellow at Renmin University, Chongyang Institute for Financial Studies. And still to come on the program. In today's Facebook, we found out how the country's black and white darlings are boosting businesses and forming a panda economy.
4: Hey, this is Ding Han from World Today. Hello, this is Guo Yan from the Beijing Hour. For the Year of the Chinese Dragon in 2024, wishing you success in everything you do in the Year of the Dragon. Long Nian Da Wan Shi Shen Yi.
3: Hello, I'm Jim with Takeaway Chinese.
4: May the Year of the Chinese Dragon bring you boundless
2: opportunities and amazing achievements in your career. Jun nin Long Nian Da Ji, Xi Yang Yang. I would like to wish you
3: May this auspicious year bring you abundant opportunities to realize your dreams and showcase your talents.
4: Happy Chinese New Year.
1: During this Chinese New Year holiday, zoos with giant pandas became the new tourism hotspots in China. In recent years, the popularity of the giant panda has gone from strength to strength, driving growth in related industries, consumptions and tourism. So what is underlining logic of the panda economy? Why are people so eager to foot the bill for adorable panda experiences and merchandises? Now, our reporter, Limong Yuan, visits Beijing Zoo to discover the dedication of a panda entrepreneur in this episode of BizFocus.
6: Trust me, pandas are definitely more than just pandas. They embody faith and hope. With a global population of merely around 2,000 remaining, Pandas are not just adorable but also exceptionally rare, making them exemplary symbols of China's national treasure and endowing them with unparalleled value. Over the past year, the enthusiasm for pandas has seen continuous growth. Evident from significant events such as Yaya's return to China and the Rongbao at the Chengdu FISU Games, the popularity of the panda economy only continues to
0: increase.
6: Well, makes pandas so capable of generating commercial miracles upon arriving at the entrance of the beijing zoo the answer becomes clear happy spring festival it's a fantastic choice to spend a day of the chinese new year holiday with some of the top streamers on social media on tiktok a video of pandas that lasts just a dozen seconds can easily garner tens of millions of views and millions of likes surprisingly after shooting this segment We encounter the hosts of the Panda live stream. They are Youzi and Chengzi. Youzi has worked as a quality control supervisor and a live streaming sales host before. Since Yaya's return, he started their own business as a Panda live streamer. Day after day, the Panda live streamers are familiar with every detail of each Panda schedule. This unwavering effort is all for the benefit of the thousands of Panda fans. Recently in China, Various tourism events showcase spectacular performances in different cities. In Beijing, the adoration for Pandas has not only filled the growth of the live streaming industry, but has also ignited a vast potential for cultural and creative products. Miss Wang is the founder of their business. Outside the home of Panda Fuxing, she captured my attention. Her gaze towards Fuxing was tranquil and serene, resonating with a profound sense of peace. Without a doubt, Pandas are the driving force behind local tourism sector. According to the estimation from Qunar Big Data Research Institute, taking the Sichuan Giant Panda Breeding Center as an example, each ticket sold for 50 yuan can drive local transportation, accommodations, and other expenditures totaling 1450 yuan. It's their inherent elegance and composure that miraculously inspire faith in mankind. They convey a message to everyone through optimistic actions, and this forms the core of the so-called Canada economy. The well-being and health of PANDAS must take precedence. We should bear in mind the balance between economic development and ecological protection. Amid the pressures of today's fast-paced working life, PANDAS
1: earnestly embody the slogan, keep calm and carry on. We wrap up this edition of Global Business. I'm Lily Liu in Beijing.